Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live and uh from Atlanta, Georgia. And I have my I have my uh two co hosts on the uh line with me today. Uh Brother Ibrahim uh is is in Atlanta but he's right now up there at Stone Mountain for uh one of the activities that's going on up there. And I have Denisha, she's on the line, she's coming to us from Detroit. And uh as usual, we're gonna we're gonna let uh we're gonna let the ladies go first. Uh, to introduce themselves and to talk about what's going on in Detroit right now. I, I think Al Sharpton is still on the ground uh, dealing with the with the murder of the young youth. Uh, so, Denisha, come on in and uh, introduce yourself and tell us what's going on. Hello, you all. Denisha here from Detroit, Michigan. And Pastor Kent, we have a lot more uh, murders taking place, homicides, um, there's a lot of senseless violence in this. Um, young people are literally losing their minds. Um, we had a carjacking. A woman was uh, killed. Her car was taken. She was shot multiple times. And very unfortunately, she happened to be a white woman killed by black youth. So we uh-huh. know what that means. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, the rise in violence, also a rise in COVID cases, uh, cases that are not able to be tested for and registered. Um, Still, our government is not doing anything. The doctors are continuing to let uh, people die, not treating them, turning them away from emergency medical care uh, with visible uh, life-threatening illnesses. How you doing? So that's what's happening here in Detroit. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, Ibrahim, see what's yes, going on right there. Uh, come in, introduce yourself, and then uh, go into the situation that you're in right now at Stone Mountain. Right now I'm at uh, Stone Mountain Park in Georgia at the Confederate Memorial of Lee Grant and the president of the, uh, of the Confederate Army. And they out here are uh, the sons and daughters of the Confederates, right? And uh, they out here memorializing. They had cannon fire earlier, memorializing the people on the statue as being their heroes. They're also talking about the white Christian religion that everybody else are e- evil and demon. The white Christian religion with the white Jesus. But anyway, other than that, you got protesters out here hollering down. I heard Black Lives Matter out here. I don't see them. But there are some people out here protesting black and white over the youth. Okay. Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, tell, introduce yourself to the people. Oh, okay. uh, let them know who you are. I know you on the broadcast often, but some, for those that don't know you, go ahead. Okay. I'm Ibrahim Musa Assad, the original Black Panther. 
And I speak for the Black Panther Party in the Southeast, the original Black Panther Party. I do not. Nobody else speaks for them. If anybody got a problem with talk to Bobby Seale or the old members of the Black Panther Party. Uh, and I've been uh, a so activist since I was 10 years old, an activist in the Atlanta area. And my family goes back generations to, to, to 1700s here in Atlanta. And I beg to differ what the, what these minority people are talking about. Some of them didn't arrive here after 1800, uh, 1910 over the years. And 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 also also I, I want to note that my brother is a is a is a great historian on, on matters that involve Atlanta, involve the struggle and things of that sort. He is a gr- outstanding historian. So you need to get his services so he can take you around and show you the real real uh, about what's really going on here. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Uh, I'm going to come in with a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for all the great things you've done for us. We're asking right now that you expose the truth. Lord, we're asking that you expose your people to the truth. In the name of Yeshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank God. Uh, 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 right now, right now, uh, Denisha you were talking about the murders that were going on. Well, we've had an increase in, in uh, shooting incidents and murders here in Atlanta. And uh, and Brother Ibrahim, you was at the Stop the Violence uh, event. Uh, can you tell us about what happened there? Well, I must have missed it. I must have missed it. Uh, they said I was on Harrison and Redan. I didn't see anybody there, so it might be the, another day or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, about the census killings in Atlanta. Okay, but but you was at one uh, what uh, last week, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. Uh, Tell us about that. One. Well, I was there uh, with uh, Pinky Alexander. She's a, a longtime activist and also feeding the hungry and helping the homeless, right? But anyway, they were having the games get together cross country from L.A. all the way over to New York, uh, Chicago, and down to Atlanta. The Bloods, okay. the Crips, and 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 the other uh, major games. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Well, were they successful in uh, coming together? Because the last time we did that, we we had them all come together, and they were able to put down their colors and decide that they were going to, uh, you know, cruise the neighborhoods and protect the, protect our neighborhood, which was that when we had gangs back in the day, that's what we did, uh, Ibrahim. We, we protected the community. You couldn't come in there with no nonsense in our community, especially the police. Uh, can you can you uh, reflect uh, reflect on that? Yes, uh, Black Panther's ten point program obviously reflects it, but I can be misinterpreted, right? And what uh-huh. it is, is protection, defense of the community, survival of the community. It's more than it's more than running out here with guns and playing that you make an impression on the uh, the enemy, right? And uh, uh, the police and everything. But it's more important that you take care of your people, that you love your people. It's not who you hate, who you disagree with, but it's the people, the black people that are suffering suffering in their communities for lack of jobs, that's on the 10-point program, and also violence in their own community against them. So that is a, that is a problem that we should be dealing with. This, the, the, these so-called black Panther parties do not have any programs for people. Every once in a while, you might show our season by Okay, well, bring, bring the people up to date, because a lot, of, a lot of our youth don't know who the Black Panther Party was, and they don't know that, the, the impact that they had on the communities. So go back over the 10-point plan and let them know exactly what the Panther Party was about at that time. 
Okay. What, well, you know, of course, you gave me a short limited time to say a very complicated, a very complicated and long, well-deserved history of the Black Panther Party. But basically, it started by Bobby Seale and Huey P. Newton uh, back in uh, 60, uh, 64 and 66. But the whole program was developed to survival and to get black people to vote for people that represent them and to help them protect them in the community. Also, the guns were for protecting people in the community if so needed. And we were told to use our guns if we come get an illegal arrest at night. In the daytime, if you give yourself up and go on, we'll get you out of jail, right? But it was about feeding the people. It was about starting the WIC program. It was about medical programs that they were the first ones to find a diagnosis for the sickle cell anemia, the first and only ones. And uh, I go on and on with a long litany and list of what we did do based on the 10-point program. We got people out of jail. We supported. And now we got a former SNCC member, uh, that, uh, H. Ralph Brown, who's in jail, falsely convicted of a murder of a police officer. And nobody seems to care, or who those care are dead and gone. But I care, and I'm going to try to bring it up again. So I'm okay. calling all the... Where? Okay, we'll do that. All right. Okay, uh, you okay? The ten point plan. Can you uh, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Go let them know what some of the ten point plan consists of. Well, hey, well you got ten minutes. <laughs> no, no you got well, thirty minutes. Okay, okay, but uh, okay. Well, I, I can't elaborate on it, but uh, I will I will post it, and I will tell I will uh, uh, record it and give it to you later on. Okay. I'm kind of middle China trying to uh, see what's going on down here. Okay, tell, uh, well, tell us, what's, tell us what's going on. And, uh, Demetria, you can jump in at any time. Go ahead. Tell us what's going on, what you see and what's going on. Let the well, people right. know what's going on. You got the mic. <laughs> okay. Right now I see about about two or three dozen people down here, are sons, of, are sons of the Confederate and their supporters. They're, that's the only ones allowed into the green area for their protest. Some of them are yeah. leaving. Well, uh, describe them to me. What they're looking like? What they, you know? Oh, okay. So they got some of them got the KKK symbol on their back on their t-shirts and they search. I stand up here. They also got a flag, got the Confederate battle flag, and the, and the early Georgia battle flag that was after the civil that was made after the Civil War. That's to be a display, and also the American flag. They're talking about white Christianity. They're talking about all the people that are against them, destroying this country, as atheists and all kinds of. What are you talking now? When the speaker's talking now. Also, they uh-huh. represent some woman out here to be the representation of white, mm. the white woman of the South. You know, so these type of things are, are uh, uh, what's going on now. What she, she look like? <laughs> oh, what she look like? Oh, she wearing an old gown, a purple gown, Confederate gown, and wearing some type of Confederate, Confederate uh, cavalry hat, hat at this time. And I, that's about the only one I've seen. And sort of kind of, there's a couple of other guys in uniform with the drum corps. They're wearing Confederate caps. Those caps, you see? And also, uh-huh. I think one is wearing an officer cavalry cap. That's that long. That's the long one that Braves taps is covered out in. And uh, they have uh, cannons, two real live cannons. They launch it from a dummy powder and, and a case on to pull the ammunition in the cannon. And they got huge trailers out here. Are they, and, are uh, they, are, okay. Are they displaying weapons? Uh, I see. I, I don't see any weapons being displayed. I think that was part of their thing. They couldn't display weapons. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, police, uh, the police have secured this place from the protests more than anything and protecting uh, these people out here carrying on their propaganda, rebel rousing, and hatred. Mm, 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 mm. Wow, that's actually going on. Denise, do you have anything to ask about uh, the the KKK uh, and the white supremacy uh, 
thing that's going on right now at Stone Mountain, Georgia? Well, first I want to say uh, thank you to the brother for being there, for covering everything <laughs> and for everything that you all have done in the way of activism to try and save and preserve our people. I talked to Brother um, Bakari yesterday, and he was telling me about two of these such incidents, like what's going on today. Um, so here's the thing. We are at war. If you all have not real come to realize that yet, uh, Pastor Gamp has been talking about that. We've had so many um, brothers come on to Pastor Gamp, has invited them on to the show to talk about their children being murdered by the police, what's not being done. So we're being slaughtered. We already know that. What are you going to do about it is what I'm saying. Um, it's time for us to be about that ride or die well, situation. Well, 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 let me tell you something. I mean, we got we got Brother Ibrahim on the phone right now with us uh, in the interview, and he can tell you that uh, most of these uh, 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 militaristic uh, 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 organizations and things like that, he can tell you what exactly what they're doing, and he says that they're not doing anything. Go ahead, bro. Not a bill. Yeah, I've been on a lot of different. Um, I think the only one I seen effective was uh, Jay Johnson, NFAC. You know, the non fucking around coalition, excuse the language, but that's what it says, right? They're rude in court, and they have to use that word. Anyway, he's being tried for a crime he didn't commit for 20 years, and he getting little or no support from the other black militants, right, who had championed and carried on their cause and come to the effective a, uh, a no not warrant sign, a law uh, signed out in Louisville because of the efforts he did on several occasions. And mm. uh, other than that, the groups are training. They have guns and stuff like that. They run it. They run and holler and scream uh, to a uh, police been killed, uh, maybe out in California or New York, wherever, or Minnesota, wherever the noise is at, and they will, they will ignore the very killings of the police taking place in their own community. And while they're doing that, this one or two police, about an average of 1,300 a year, people are killed, about 70 80% of them are black are killed by police. However, there are hundreds of people down a day across the black community, the United States of America, and I beg to differ. Which one you think is more important is love for your people. If you want to see your people safe, you want to see them protected, how come we can't show more of the same interest, well, more interest in our own black community, what's going on in our black community? That's, right. That's right. I mean, okay, you want to march when some police officer kill an unarmed black child, but, Pook, but when Pookie is killing Ray Ray and shooting innocent kids and shooting innocent people, children, children. what is it? It's me and you. We out here marching and protesting against that. The, okay, you were talking about uh, 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 the, the young sister who her son was killed. Okay, yeah. and, and we have organized we have organized mothers against against police violence across the country. Mm-hmm. And what's being done? Uh, man, you know, I hate to say it, but some of the mothers do show up. Others just take it as a, uh, an anniversary, a party they can go to to commemorate their children because they got a lot of money financed by some white middle-class ladies that they can be able to go around the country first class and style at motels and have these companies. Now, what's doing on the ground? Conversation, just like everybody, like the politicians, talk, talk, talk. But, you know, it's funny that in Atlanta, and they were talking about all the people getting killed and everything, about people community. All of a sudden, they come up with community things. I championed the, the new mayor of Atlanta because that was he talking about we need community to get involved. 
But now he done went back talking about having more police and more sophisticated arsenal, and we need people in the community to show love and care for these people because some of these right. kids are not poor communities. Some, right. you know, some kids are gangbanging and killing people, often rich families, well-off families, raised well, went to school well, educated everything. They come out and want to be the gangsters because they heard some of the rap. Some of these rappers never seen a gang, never been raised up in the ghetto and know how hard it was, people living. And it's kind of funny that people come out there, they come out there with their joys and everything, old, and guess what? They ain't seen no hard time. And they want to go out there and pull the gun out and start shooting people because they disagree with them. Back to you, brother. Wow. Wow. I'm going to kick, I'm going to kick it back to Denisha so she can finish her statement. Go ahead, Denisha. Yeah, so what I find is happening here, and people are not realizing this, is that the government and some of its agencies have taken to um, not only chemicalizing us, which is making people lose their mind. And you guys, I'm not trying to make any excuses about things. This is real. So we're being murdered by our doctors. The doctors know that we're vitamin and mineral deficient. They know that we're suffering from electrolyte imbalances. They know that we have all of these viruses. And these viruses cause mental problems. And if you look at what the CDC has done and what the government has done, not only with the Tuskegee uh, syphilis experiment, we're talking about the cytomegalovirus experiment. We're talking about locking people up in mental institutions, knowing that they're vitamin and mineral deficient, giving them psychotropic drugs. We're talking about poverty. We're talking about the insanity that poverty and oppression cause. Mm-hmm. So we can't forget this. We're set up like this. But what we can do about it, we're hearing what's going on. So right now in my mind, I'm thinking, who can I write to uh, about this brother? How can I write this brother that's in prison and let him know that people are out here thinking about him, praying for him, and at least working on that end? The worst thing oh. in the world is locked up, to be lonely, yeah. to think that nobody cares. And then we have to address the issue with a lot of these uh, newscasters, journalists, radio, podcast hosts, all of them. They talk a good game, but they don't have any intention on doing a darn thing to help anybody. They're only furthering their own political agenda. I know this, and I'm specifically talking about some people on 910 AM Superstation here in Detroit. Because when you're calling people and you're willing to share the dirt that you have to expose crimes against humanity and, and brutalities among black people and poor people all together, and they really don't want to hear that all of a sudden, the radio um, broadcast, they end up dropping you from the call. It's a whole lot of things to happen. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're going to have to do something. We have these brothers out here, and Pastor Gann as well, putting their life on the line to try to bring us the truth, and nothing but the truth. But you have a lot of black people in the uh, communities that are traitors. They will not stand up. They'll infiltrate, and they'll go back and they'll take all of the information or the intelligence to the white man and to everyone else that's seeking to try to hurt us, those same people smiling your face. Okay, okay. Let me let me let me let me switch back to uh, to Brother Ibrahim because we were talking about this earlier. But see, what people don't realize is that is that you know when we take a when you go into the military, you take a vow. 
that you're going to that you're going that you're going to defend the United States uh, against enemies, both foreign and domestic. Okay, and we've seen the most horrible thing happen in the world to Black America because when 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 the Black Panther Party came out, they were targeted by the CIA. They were targeted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI. They were targeted by the local uh, law enforcement uh, to stop that movement, to stop the movement no matter what. And the Planter Party was one of the organizations that was targeted for that. Okay, of course, of course, they did the same thing with the with with sticks. They did the same thing with Dr. Kingdom, the SCLC, and all of these different organizations. But but they were investigated as 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 you know when the CIA gets involved, that means that that's a threat. That's a threat coming to the country, and 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 that's how they treated us. And so these young people that's out here now, they carrying the guns and they wearing the uniforms and all of that. But where are they? Where are they today? My brothers out there at the mountain. Where they at? Go ahead, bro. We have a firearm with a rifle. Uh-huh. We're over here on the grass, and I see um, I see maybe a spot for the, the clan of security for the clan up here with weapons and death and everything. But I do see a, a black woman over here, uh, in calico. And the master, I know she could be Mexican or Puerto Rican, but she has no weapons, and, you know, and uh, so she's uh, standing there in defense of her first, first and second amendment rights. Go ahead. <coughs> Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. I was asking you to talk about uh, to talk oh. about these entities that that say okay. supposed to be representing. Yeah, well, see, we've we'll been misled, right? We've been misled that we're weak and feeble people, weak-minded people that did nothing, and we stand here today simply by the grace of God. We stand by the grace of God and the activities and actions of our ancestors. Yes, the government do this, that, and the other thing. I would not argue with that, even though I think that it was nebulous that everybody jumped on and we, and we refused themselves care and, and be killed when, when, when uh, millions of people had done that and millions of white people had done that. And there was no different different who was black or white taking that medicine. Now, getting back to some facts, right? We don't want to do anything. We poverty, we can change our own party. Black Panther Party jumped on that. The, the push movement jumped on that. I can go on and on. The Poor People's Campaign, SPLC, jumped on that. But what are we doing now? Not. We're crying to ask the people that we'll call our enemies to assist us and help us change our affairs. What did Marcus Garvey say? Anybody that depends on another race, Marcus Garvey said anybody that depends on another race, to help them, right? How? You know, that's against human existence. How? Uh, yeah, how, how are you going to expect your enemy, your persecutor, to 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 want to help eliminate themselves? Go ahead, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they love they, they love their enemy and hate their people. They hate, you know, uh, like like Malcolm X said in '63. He said we got the same problems. Christians, we're Muslims, we're this, that, and the other thing, and we hate each other for that. We fight each other for that. But even even us that don't even have any knowledge or have any ground to fight on, but they want to fight on that, continue that, and that hatred has grown so bad that we won't listen to anybody go out and do anything that's real because this such and such doing it. If a Christian's out here providing for the people and helping the people and stopping the violence, I'm with the Christians. If the communists come out here for the help of the people, I'm with the communists. If the Black Panther, if somebody make believe Black Panther Party, RBG, New Africa, I was in New Africa too when I was young. 
and all that SCLC and WC, guess where I'm at? I'm with them, and you're seeing that. But okay, you've seen that for all out, my let me, bring out, let me bring out some historical facts that, that black people don't really know, okay, because the history is being taught by the oppressor. Okay, listen, do y'all know that on the Underground Railroad, okay, that most of the people that helped blacks escape to the north, they were Quakers. And so the government turned against the Quakers. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, but most of them went south into, into black territory in South Georgia and Florida. And uh, the first man that started the Quakers was in part of the, was in the, the, uh, the group down in Charleston, North Carolina. that was wealthy, a uh, free black man. And uh, he financed and created the Underground Railroad. But some underground where we think of is the short line is going up from Maryland up to Boston. Now, if you come from Atlanta, Georgia, all the way up to Boston, you tell me where the Quakers at. Over to you, brother. <laughs> wow, wow. You see, so 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 you know when they when they call themselves teaching American history, they're not really teaching you American no, history. Absolutely not. <laughs> And your own people will argue about you when I tell them they said that we didn't fight back. There's history all the way from uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida, where the Cimarrones or the people they call the mulattoes fought to their death and fought, and some of them even maintained their freedom, even up to current history. Never was in slavery, re enslaved, right? Now, that's what I, that's the people I want to talk about. I talk about, I do black history tours. I talk about what's going on down there in spite of what was going on all around them, what they were able to do for themselves. And, and Booker T. Washington, that's what he said in, in uh, 1895 with the Piedmont Park in Atlanta. He said, we must do for ourselves, form our own government, because after slavery, right. we see that we're not ready to deal with these people now. And he said, he told the Constitution and the people of America, he said, we're equal all in the law. Y'all do y'all thing, and we certainly will do ours. Uh, okay, okay. I'm going to kick it back to my sister uh, to let her finish what she was saying. Go ahead, my sister. So, you guys, um, I want to jump in and share something with you. Uh, while we're being oppressed and oppressing one another perfectly, uh, we, I, I'm going to say this in a ghetto term. I know y'all understand. We best be getting up and learning how to care for ourselves medically. Um, I was at the hospital this past week, and I had a nurse from Africa actually uh, OD me on some morphine. Now, by fortune, I'm not dead, but it caused me to have respiratory um, depression and congestive heart failure worse than anything that I have. So that's why I'm sounding the way that I am. They are not helping us. The doctors are not helping us. Many of us have uh, metabolic acidosis. We have um, a low electrical um current through our bo- throughout our body with our hearts, um, and they're just telling us that we're fine and sending us right out to the hospital. Many of us are constipated. We are uh, in an acidic state. Those of us who are suffering with cancer, we have acid in our blood. Our body is in an acidic state. If you all do not do your research, if you don't endeavor to try to help yourself, I got to kind of put them on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. All right, everybody. You see what's going on out here. 
You see those murderers up there on that thing. They're murderers. I was here before that. I was born before they built that stuff. I was here. My people been here since 1700. Down in Queens County, Georgia. And also up there in uh, Madison, Georgia. My people were here. My King grandfather was born in slavery in Madison, Georgia. You had your audacity tell me that you have something that your Christianity is different from anybody's Christianity, or your religion somehow pure and better than anybody else. And you're sitting out here talking, talking evil into Christ, right? Christ was Christ, or you called Christ's name was Joshua, and his name, he was a brother, and his name is with Joshua, and he was about pulling the people together, Jewish people, and you know, you're going to see that you're about Christ. How dare you? Nicholas Christo. And Nicholas Christo, they call him in Spain, Spain. Down, in, down in South America. And you don't have anything to stand by other than if the people talk. You know the King James Version is a, is a representation of what? The Martin Luther Version. Where's the Martin Luther Version of the Of the Catholic Community Church of 1864 AD. Who wrote it? The peace on time wrote the Bible. Who else wrote it? Constantine. There was no person that you talked about that you claimed was a Christ. Christ didn't die for your sins, but the people that you enslaved, the people that you butchered across this country, your history is a bloodshed. There's nothing in America that says peace and growth. All that says is bloodshed, hate, killing, and rape. That's what's American history. And you don't even want people to learn, or you don't kill them, man, their history. You confuse them with lies, misrepresentation. And I say, proud to the people. I don't care what color you are. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care if you're white or black. It's your attitude and your belief that trouble me. Because your belief is about death and destruction and not about people being people and living together and being prosperous. You you did that in, in January 6th. I saw you. I saw some of you. I was up on the hill when y'all came down to South Carolina. It was just me and another brother up there. We had the Ku Klux Klan, the Proud Boys and everything. I stood up against y'all. And I can beat y'all to go home because guess what? Your leaders had abandoned you on that hill. And you know me. You've seen me. They abandoned you. And we stood firm and got you to get your common sense for your grandchildren, your children, to back up. Back up, right? You have a reason for freedom of speech, but let's don't get it twisted with civility. All right. Okay. Okay, my brother. My brother, can we get it? While, you, while you're talking to the people, let them know that the real Christ was yeah. black. Let's talk yeah. about the black crystal. The evidence shows that 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 this Jesus Christ that they're worshiping, he's not even white. He's a black man. Go ahead. Oh uh, yeah. I was just talking about that guy gave him a microphone. They gone now. He was Black Lives Matter in the army uh-huh. suit. But I'm just down here with my with my oxygen tank and a cell phone. You know, see God God tells you that when God is with you, who can be who can defeat you? Okay. That's right. Okay. Okay. So go yeah, into the go into the uh, the. Uh, I've been there with the down in Newman, and then when I was coming up in the sixties, right, I had to see these mm-hmm. going marching downtown Atlanta around the Henry Brady statue, right. I fought mm-hmm. against these people, right. I was at SLC when I was 17 years old. I was at Martin Luther King's procession, right, and see the audacity that Mattis had with these fools out there surrounding the courthouse. I said, there's killers to be touched the courthouse. Even a funeral procession, one of the most peaceful men in history. But he said, if a man ain't got nothing to live for, he don't deserve to be a man. How about that? Um, 
you know. But yeah, thank you, but thank you for it. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I got you. God got me. Okay. Okay, bro. Um, for, for the sake of the for the sake of the radio program, can you go into can you go into your description in Panama of the Black Crystal? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was so powerful. And uh, what happened was that these Cimarronians were fighting the Spaniards ever since they some of them were drug bearing some of the free people uh, from the 1500s, right? And mm-hmm. uh, along with South Carolina, Georgia, um, down Florida, they were doing something. But anyway, uh, so they were fighting them, and then. The Spanish was trying to corrupt them with religion, which they successfully did. They couldn't kill them. They couldn't stop them from looting them. So and they couldn't stop them fighting with the British, and they couldn't shoot down, broke down these forts. So, so anyway, I'm okay, bro. Thank you. So the Christian, uh, uh, so what they did was they brought a statue, a big bronze statue, and they got in this port where they tried to get out of. They know that when the low tide, they can't pull this heavy statue out. So they dumped the statue, and it turned to bronze, and it turned black. So when the people that came from these different African countries seen that, they were Muslim. They thought that was a sign when they seen this black statue in the water that God had came for them. Their God is in the water. They put it up, the statue, by, I think about 400 years ago, and then uh, they put it up in the church and 200 years ago. The church built down, and they put it up in another church. We're still alive today. And you tell me, and you see that picture of that black Christ, he looks like he in pain. He looks like he's been tortured. He looks like he's been abused. He looks like he's crying for his future, future people in the world. That's what he's like crying for, crying for the stupidity and ignorance and intolerance that we have. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, and, and, and he's posted pictures of the, of the black crystal. He's posted the pictures and everything. And, so, and, so, and so I did an experiment. Uh, I did an experiment, and I invite you. I, I invite you people at home that are listening to the broadcast. I invite you to do the same thing right now. To go to your Google, and Google, and Google, uh, and Google up the fact of what was the real race, what was the real color of Jesus Christ, and it's going to come back to you with overwhelming, pre- with overwhelming evidence and ever overwhelming precedence. That the that the that the that the that the savior of this world that they so called worship and talk about and all this stuff. It's an icon. 